What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. Normally, we drop two episodes a week, but here in the last month, month and a half, the schedule has been all over the place, and partially due to the holidays and family stuff at home, and then other parts of it has been really mental health and dealing with bullshit at work, you know, my my main job, and yeah, now we're going to, we're, I think we're back to getting this back on track. Now, normally... I personally do my own series a month, so I have six Terminator movies to review in the month of December, and I'm rather I'm, I'm behind. I'm behind. So you're gonna be seeing Terminator three, four, five, and six come out within the next week before December ends. So we're gonna knock these out pretty quickly. As for Christian joining the show for Surfing the Stream, we are gonna be doing Die Hard. Obviously, that did not happen throughout the month of December like we promised, so we apologize for that. Like I said a minute ago, with family and the holidays and then just personal stuff at work, we just we just could not link up to do our recordings together. But we are going to be bringing you Die Hard, and hopefully we are planning on recording the first weekend in January, so we should be able to knock out some movie reviews in. We're going to review Wonder Woman 84, Die Hard. We got two episodes of the two-game podcasts coming up. We already got them planned. We're going to be dropping our two-game awards for the Game of the Year awards. And then we're going to be talking about some new games that have been coming out. So if you are a fan of nerd culture, games, anime, comics, that kind of shit, go check out our other podcast, Two Game Podcast. That is the number two. And normally that is a weekly podcast. Uh, but like I said, over the last month, month and a half, it's been kind of iffy. Mainly due to content and then scheduling reasons. But you're not here for the Two Game Podcast. You're here for our movie reviews. And like I mentioned before, this is Surfing the Stream. We are We review two movies a week normally. I'm doing Terminator right now. And then also, we're starting to see some new movies come out, new releases, and so I'm reviewing those as they come out. And then also, I did this last week, I watched the movie Chef, and I reviewed it almost immediately after watching it. And normally, we don't normally do that on the channel, but I think we're going to start doing that more often. Because I am I am watching multiple movies every week, I'm... I'm on the Letterboxd app, Letterboxd, B-O-X-D. You can follow me, Primate X, P-R-I-M-A-T-E-X. You can follow me on there, and I score movies all the time, and like I said, I'm trying to find out what the greatest movie of all time is, what my top 100 is, what my top 50, 25, and so on. So I'm watching movies all the time. So when a movie just strikes a chord with me, uh, I'll do a random review. Or if a movie that's been considered great and I check it out and it's not so great for me, then I'll review that as well. But we're just going to get out some housekeeping out the way real quick. Shout out to our $20 supporters on Patreon, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. We could not do this without y'all. And I got to give a shout out to those three and Chris Norman. 
because I we have a group text between all of us and I had texted him at the beginning of December and I was like, hey guys, we you're probably not going to get much content in the form of the two game podcast or surfing the stream this month. It's going to be hectic with the with our schedules and holidays. So if you want to back out of Patreon for a month and then come back, then I'll refund you whatever. And none of them skipped out. They were like, nah, man. Nah, we're good. You just you just put out content whenever you can. And so I just want to take the minute and just say I appreciate y'all. And just to let y'all know that I do think about y'all just about every single day of my life. So you're like part of my family now. But you can go to our Patreon if you want to support us. Patreon.com slash two game. We have a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. And that's where all those people are at, the $20 tier supporters so let's jump into terminator 3 so here's how my reviews work if you're new to the channel i start off with i'm gonna do the plot and then we're gonna throw out some fun facts director release date budget gross and then throw out some fun facts of the movie and then i'll give you my general impressions of the movie followed by a score and a buy skip sale or rent uh category for the movie that I think you should go with. So Terminator 3 is about a machine from a post-apocalyptic future who travels back in time to protect a man and a woman from an advanced robotic assassin to ensure they both survive a nuclear attack. Now, I was kind of going through each of these plots because, like I said, I watched watched Terminator 3, 4, and 5 all in the same day. And I mean, you can go through the plots, and they're basically all the all the same, with the exclusion of four, which is a different plot altogether. Which we'll get to that eventually on Salvation. But today we are talking about Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. This was directed by Jonathan Mostow. Mostow. I don't know how to say his last name. So, sue me. He was the director of the movie Breakdown with Kurt Russell back in the, was that the 90s? I'm pretty sure it was the 90s. Which, that was a good movie. But that's basically the only good movie that I saw, or most notable movie, that I saw him uh, as a director of. It released on July 2nd, 2003. It had a $200 million budget, and it grossed worldwide $433.4 million. The Fun Facts. The gas station that the Terminator stops at is the same gas station, in fact, seen in previous movies. It was the one where pregnant Sarah Connor stopped at at the very end of the first movie. And then the one where after Sarah Connor breaks out of the mental hospital where they camp at for the night. Same same gas station. Did not know that. Edward Furlong was supposed to reprise his role as John Connor but was reportedly dropped due to substance abuse reasons. If you've listened to my review of Terminator 2, which is the greatest movie in the 90s and one of the best action movies of all time, I said in my review that Edward Furlong was one of my big critiques of that movie. Now, you'll get into my critiques of this movie, John Connor's the same same issue. So I think I would have rather preferred Edward Furlong back in this role other than Nick Stahl, but we'll get to that in a minute. Arnold Schwarzenegger made $29.25 million, plus other perks. 
He was able to snag private jets, uh, three-bedroom deluxe suites on location. He had uh, limousines, personal bodyguards, and fully equipped gym trailers. That was his stipulations for coming back without James Cameron. This is the only Terminator movie not to mention Kyle Reese. Arnold's last starring role before being elected California governor. The governator, as they they once called him, in October of 2003. And it is also the first PG-13 rated Terminator movie. And I think, yes, you can make an action movie, especially a a movie like the Terminator. Yes, you can make a PG-13. But should you? You know, that, that is the question. But is is Terminator, the Terminator and Terminator 2, are they great because they're R-rated or they just, or they just use the words, they just drop F-words every five seconds? That's really, that's honestly, that's really where they get the R-rating, in my opinion. The violence isn't, yeah, there's violence, but there's not like grotesque uh, gore and what have you in there. I mean, maybe in Terminator 2 when, when he stabs the, the dad through the milk carton. Maybe that, uh, but overall, I don't think they're very gory, uh, or, I mean, they're violent because it's action, but I, this is not where this movie suffered, in my opinion. The PG-13, I know they, we as fans of the Terminator series give these movies a whole bunch of shit for being PG-13 movies, but I don't, I don't think that's where they, they, they fail at. I think this movie fails at a lot of things, mainly the story, which is a rehash of Terminator 2. Look, if you're going to do a third movie in a franchise, you just, this is what, 10 years later, I think, that they made this movie? No, it was uh, 12 years. Correct me if I'm wrong. So 12 years. You're about to follow up one of the greatest action movies of all time. And your plan is to just remake the same movie? Like, I don't understand what was the point of that. Like, this was nothing but a cash grab, in my opinion. Now, I first saw this movie when it came out in theaters. I was 12 years old. I remember seeing this in theaters, and I absolutely loved it. And I've actually loved this movie throughout the years. And I mentioned this in the very first Terminator review. I said, I have never watched... One through six, back to back to back. I've never watched one, two, three, four, five, six immediately after each other. I've always seen one and two, and then like a year down the road, I'll watch uh, the next one that comes out. But most of the time, I normally skip three, four, and five, or three and four, whenever I rewatch the series because I just never really enjoyed them that much. So coming into this this series review, I'm kind of shocked at where where my movies rank, and I will drop a final rankings on the final review, Dark Fate. So no spoilers for me for that one. But this one, I I I distinctly remember. Okay, you could probably go in order of the series of how great they were. Like one was was great, two was amazing, and then they start going down in descending order from there. And I'm I rewatched this movie and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is this is pretty terrible. The acting is terrible. 
Nick Stahl is the worst John Connor. I will stand by that fact. I absolutely despise him as as John Connor. Arnold Schwarzenegger is, I mean, he's good, but really, this is kind of just a cash grab because one of the fun facts I read was he went to James Cameron initially to try to get his blessing to do the movie or whatnot, and James Cameron was like, nah, dude, go make a bunch of money and ask them for a ton of, as much money as you can ask them for. So I feel like this was just a cash grab altogether from Arnold Schwarzenegger. He just kind of phoned it in. Uh, let's see. Kate. Catherine Brewster. Uh, I actually, in she wasn't really given much. To, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. None of these characters were given much to work with in the form of story, plot, and what have you. She did the best, in my opinion, because really, she was cast last in this movie. And her thing was, oh, I kind of like being just thrown into it because in the movie, she's kind of just thrown into this whole plot. And yeah, she she does a pretty good job. I actually like her in the series Homeland. I love that series, by the way. If you don't, if you've never watched it, go check it out. But the, the biggest thing with this movie is is the, the acting. It's the dialogue. And one of my big critiques is just stupid action. Like, I I love action movies, and I get it that a lot of action movies are fake, okay? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I want this action to be real. But when there's just random explosions for the sake of explosions, that don't make any sense. Like, like he drives into the, the, the car or whatever, and then it, everything explodes. And it's like, okay, but really? Did we need that? No. You should have spent that money on other stuff, like getting good writers and what have you. So that those are my biggest critiques is the dialogue, the writing, and then just stupid action. The action is boring in this movie, to be honest with you. I'm watching the the car chase scene, which every Terminator movie has, just about. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay. And? I mean, yeah, he puts him on a crane and just... Throws him into a building, and yeah, it looks cool, but what's the point of that, you know? I, I just don't understand it. I I went into this movie thinking, okay, this is going to be the last good movie of the Terminator series that I'm going to watch, and I, I honestly did not enjoy this. Did not enjoy it at all. And Nick Stahl, terrible John Connor. I feel like when they make these movies, they don't ever progress, you know? They don't, they, yeah, some of them tie into the second one. Just about all of them tie into the second one. Somehow, someway. But none of them progress characters in any form or fashion. The best way I can describe the Terminator series is, is slasher films. You know, it's the same movie every single time. Just a different cast, uh, same plot, and maybe a little bit more action than the previous one. Or more more stakes, I should say. I think that's where this movie ultimately fails, is giving us believable characters and characters to root for. I don't give a damn about John Nick Stahl's John Connor. I really don't. Catherine Brewster, yeah, by all means, yeah, I mean, she's the best part of the movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, I mean, he, he's phoning it in a little bit in this movie because, like I said, in a few months... He's going to be the governor. So he's phoning in as well. 
I just none of these characters are believable. They I don't care about any of them. Any of them. The dialogue is awful. The plot is just about the exact same as Terminator Two. You can't prove me wrong on that one. And I just I I don't know what they could have done to fix it. Obviously, there are aspects of this movie that I do enjoy, and I will go through those. I'm not going to just bomb this movie altogether. The Rise of Cyberdyne portion of the movie, I actually enjoy that. I think that's treading new ground. We didn't really see new Cyberdyne Skynet robots in 1 or 2. All we saw were the Terminators. So we get to see that. We get to see the new uh, the new style robots that will be seen in the future. And that is all cool. I love that portion of it. Maybe going to the the fallout shelter and crashing two helicopters into it. And that's, it, it's dumb, but it is what it is. And to end the movie on judgment day when, see, that's the issue. The biggest issue I have with the movie is that it's basically Terminator 2, just not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. And to end it with Judgment Day, yes, to see Judgment Day happen is is great. The fact that they can't stop it is, is fantastic. I love that idea in the movie. It's just not executed very well. Like, if, let's say... Let's say it's like uh, Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. You know, at the very end, they all lose. If you're building up to that portion, up to that plot point of the humans are just going to lose and it's going to be Judgment Day, that's a great idea. I love that idea. It's just they didn't execute it very well. You didn't give me characters to believe in. In Infinity War, I love those characters. I want to see those characters succeed. And when they fail... It, it hurts, right? Because you, you cared for them. Not in Terminator 3. They just they just dropped the ball on it. So, I love what they explored with that idea. Let's, let's end the movie with them losing. With the humans ending. And then Terminator Salvation is the follow-up to this movie, which is the post-apocalyptic world. And that would have been great. That would have been a great progression of the story. But no, they just they fumbled it. And they gave us characters that nobody cares about. Bad acting. It's just... Yeah, I just overall did not enjoy this movie. Not nearly as much as I did as a kid, by the way. And I thought this was going to be the last Terminator movie that I was going to give a decent review to. Because a lot of people say this was the last great Terminator movie. And when I say great, I kind of overstated that a little bit. The last good Terminator movie. But honestly, it's, it's not that good to me. It's not that good. So on a scale of 1 to 5, I give it 2 out of 5 stars. I don't think it's a good movie. I don't think it's an average movie. I think it fails in developing characters and making us care for them. And that's really the biggest thing. It's just it's just action. They threw in some vanilla characters and made a movie out of it. That's basically all it was. On our buy skip sell or rent uh system i i think you can skip this if you're watching this series front to back like i am and you're a fan of the terminator series then yes go go get it on a sale no more than five dollars 
I will trust that. I don't think this movie is worth more than $5. If you're paying $10, $15 for this movie, eh, hard pass. Very hard pass. Maybe if it's included in the box set you get, then by all means, go grab that. Yes, if you're a huge Terminator fan and you constantly watch this series every couple years, then you may want to buy this movie. But like I said, 5 to 10 bucks is where you want to stick within the price range. You see it for 15 hard pass, go buy you a different movie. Go buy Chef, okay? That's 15 bucks on digital. Go buy that instead. Will I ever watch this movie again? I will not watch this movie outside of watching the entire series front to back again. I just won't. See, it's not like one of the Batman movies that we've reviewed, like like The Dark Knight. I can watch that just one-off and thoroughly enjoy it. I can watch Batman Begins, thoroughly enjoy it, and not have to watch the rest of the series. This, I will absolutely not watch unless I am watching front to back again. And honestly, I don't know if I'm going to watch it front to back again. And I will kind of explain that a little bit more in the future. And honestly, this is just not a good movie. I I may be the only one that says this, but you let me know what your thoughts are. Go to our Facebook page, comment on this post, and let me know what you think about the Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Does it hold up? Is it better than you remember? Is it worse than you remember? Am I just completely off the mark? Let me know. Tell me how much of an idiot I am or tell me how much of a, uh, how smart I am with it. I don't know. Let me know. Let's start a discussion. And I think that's going to conclude my review for Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. I'm actually going to stop this recording and automatically go into my Terminator Salvation recording. So I'm going to be dropping these one per day in hopes that I can finish this before December. But remember, Terminator Dark Fate review will have my official rankings of all the Terminator movies 1 through 6. And yeah, I appreciate y'all listening, and I'll catch y'all next time.